Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the number one podcast for game development, the lifestyle thereof, and today specifically, the news, rumors, scuttlebutt, and all that. This is Larry Charles, one half of the Game Dev Unchained podcast team, and Brandon actually had to step out this week, so he asked me to bring in the very first person to successfully put a sharpshooter move on a random stranger, Mr. Brandon Fam. Pew pew guys, what's up? This is Brandon Fan. Welcome to this month's Roundtable News. Again, this is all our opinions and not representing our company. Yeah. Please don't get us in trouble. Yeah. Uh, so as usual, we have our third sort of unofficial official podcaster, Ray Graham, coming back. Ray Graham. What's up? What's up? How's it going? And dude? of course, all right. uh, it's not a round table unless there's at least four of us. Will Armstrong. Hey guys. What's up, Will? Thanks for having me back on. Of course. Of course. We actually uh, wanted to bring you both on because this is a very special episode and we didn't want to congratulate ourselves. We wanted you guys to congratulate us. But this is episode 105, if I'm not mistaken. So therefore, this is the start of our third year of Game Dev Unchained oh the God. podcast. We're so old now. Congratulations. There it is. Thank Almost you. on purpose. Congrats. That's where you get syndicated by TV shows, right? That's <laughs> on like daytime TV from now on, 100 episodes. That's how that works. Right. Dude. Whatever syndication of free is. <laughs> like that. It, it doesn't even feel like we've done this for two years. Like it, yeah, that, that it still feels crazy. too new, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of, well, I guess not too new. <laughs> CSGO got in trouble Uh-oh. by the FTC. Uh, they ordered YouTubers to disclose any ties they have to promoting in their videos. So, I mean, any thoughts, discussion, discuss? So, I mean, okay, let's let's jump right in on that one. Why do why do I have to even disclose my affiliations if I'm just on YouTube? Like, yo, this thing is cool. Go check it out. It's it's like a it's like a recommended endorsement. It's not necessarily like I'm not forcing you to spend money. No, but right. yeah, but if you're being paid to give that message, you are now an advertiser, right? And you're advertising over the airwaves, I guess, and so you should be you should be held to the same standard as other advertisers, right? So but, celebrities, when they advertise, this is what they say: they, "I'm sponsored by Hanes underwear." Yeah, well, they get by Hanes. Well, they, yeah, they get paid for this, right? And like, and I, and right. I think this this has been an issue with Instagram, Instagram mm-hmm. influencers. Not, to, not divulging that they that they're actually getting paid to endorse your product, and also I think there's some legal things too. Like you need to protect yourself legally mm-hmm. from like, like what if somebody listens to you and uses the thing, right? So, yeah. so yeah, like I, I don't see nothing wrong with this at all. Uh, I mean, it's you know, it's the same reason that if you do a, a political ad or any other kind of ad, no matter how like off the cuff it is, it's like, oh, I love Larry's subs and sandwiches down hey, by the thank ballpark, you. Thank you. paid for by Larry's subs and sandwiches. You know, you've got to say the like, 
You've got to have yeah. that trailer at the end of it, no matter how shitty the commercial is. I guess the question is, Larry and I are curious on how do we get in on this? <laughs> <laughs> so that we can get in trouble <laughs> for doing this. Uh, oh, my God. I, I didn't know you had to disclose everything you do. I, I Like... What if the uh, – I guess genuinely you can't have an opinion anymore without being paid for it? For me. Well, right? No, no, no. Well, it's, it's not about having an opinion. It's about people pay you to give a positive image. Well, like, uh, uh, like Kevin Hart or, or any of these celebrities or whatever. <laughs> I, no, 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 no reason I'm bringing them up. But like <laughs> – he 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 likes a product. He goes out to Nike. He's like, "Hey, Nikes, make me some, make me a shoe, and I'll advertise it." I mean, isn't that kind of same, came kind of the same deal? Like, I like your product. I want to advertise it yeah, well, more than like you paid me for it. Now I'm paid to like it, kind of thing. Yeah, like well, like if you get free clothes or free shoes or whatever, that's still like a payment, right? Right. So I guess I don't know. Let me ask this question though. The reason why I was gun shy about how I felt about it is because when you first said affiliation, I thought we were kind of touching on the like whole like T Martin was kind of involved in a like an online gambling for uh, esports thing. Uh, I, I can't go into detail because I'd have to Google it. This was a while back. But what yeah. I'm asking is like, say I own something, not necessarily that someone has paid me to say this but this is actually something that i'm like a one-fifth member of and i'm like yo this is my business it's doing great go check it out right like do i then have to say this is a paid for commercial behind larry charles's business yeah like how does it work as long as you said it's your business it's okay if you're just like man those you know going back with my fictional example here man those subs are really good at that one place i go to and you don't ever mention that it's your sub shop right what if i mention it's larry's sub shop it's like hey larry's sub shop is really good that's fine then i happen to be the co-owner of this as well as long as you say that you're fine (laughs) otherwise it's a little sketchy it's it's silence okay thanks for educating us on the podcast audience i um I still don't know how I feel. Like, sure, if there is, like, a business deal behind somebody mentioning something, I get it. Like, you don't want to have people just blindly fall into your stupid hidden radio advertisements, which they do all the time now. You know, any radio show you listen to, they don't run. McDonald's has a cheeseburger on sale. It's the radio, like, disc jockeys actually talking to each other like, man, I would love to go to McDonald's today. How about you, Stinky Foot? And the guy comes in. Yeah, yeah. so how does that work? But they don't say anything about this is a McDonald's commercial. Yeah, Yeah, I actually doubt that. So how does that work? I don't know how that works. That probably, I mean, I'm sure the FTC sends them shit all the time when they get you. Well, it sounds like Larry and I can do that. So (laughs) any of you guys like us to advertise, (laughs) we can do a little excerpt. Yeah, you guys need to reach out to some game companies and be like, hey, we'll mention y'all on our podcast. Yes. I mean, just hook it up. The idea, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Fight us to your thing. We'll check uh, it out, and we may or may not mention it. Yeah, the yeah, idle thumbs guys have like an ad sure. service that they go with, and they like get all sorts of money and free stuff from them. So, like, you could absolutely Dude, put commercials yeah. in the middle of your podcast. Second year, <laughs> get free shit. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, there's going to be a lot of PUBG in this episode. Yeah. It's just last month was just squandered with those news. So, PUBG, first of all, beating League of Legends on Twitch or and Steam. Okay. 
So Twitch for most watch and uh, Steam for concurrent players. So it dethroned Lol. It kicked Lol's ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, even Dota two. Oh, I was gonna ask Wait. about Dota two. Right. So all right, let me correct this. Okay. I just misquoted <laughs> myself. All right. So it beat Lol on Twitch and it beat Dota two on Steam. Mm-hmm. Lol is not on Steam, obviously. Yeah. So. So it has the most people watching it on the Twitch platform and then the most people playing it all at once on Steam for all time records. Right. That's huge. Yep. Because the game's not even finished. It's only in early access. Yep. Early access forever. I mean, what? yeah. <laughs> Minecraft is in early access until not just a billionaire. Like, <laughs> early access. Early access. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> it's, it sounds like a misnomer. Well, I mean, like, half the time now it's a genre. Like there's yeah. like two mm-hmm. genres of early access. You're like PUBG, Arma, Daisy, that right. that genre of early access, or your Minecraft, and those are the two genres of, or I guess like Ark Survival Evolved is kind of in between those two genres a little bit. But Ark's doing pretty well. Yeah, it's I yeah. I, I get you. I get yeah. you. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, the trend of the battle royale is huge uh, everyone's converting to it everyone's talking about it i mean is there anything beyond that that you guys feel like is it do you guys feel like this is just a phase yep. or do you feel like it's here to stay okay <laughs> <laughs> that was quick no the, well the game industry is notorious for this stuff right like right know, like something something hits and then it's gone right and then mm. we're, on, we're on to the next thing that hits right for for a while, it was MOBAs, right? Everybody wanted yeah. their MOBAs so they could make make money, right? Every company was coming out with a MOBA. Everybody's you know putting MOBAs and mobile phones and all of that. And now the next big huge seller is PUBG, right? And even mm-hmm. before MOBAs, there was the open world game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When GTA GTA hit, everybody was like, oh, "I need to make a GTA game." And then World of Warcraft. And then world of Warcraft hit. Everybody's like, oh, I got to make you know, an MMO now, right? Like, it's, it's just, that's what we do, right? So, uh, yeah. I guess what's interesting to me, though, is, like, we kind of have these battles of, like, how complete a game has to be in order for it to be a game. And the industry is just getting better and better at getting us to buy stuff that is not complete, that's not ready. You know, like, 15 years ago, the CD you got was the game. Everything had to be on that or else delay the game because they have to add it, right? We didn't have, like, broadband internet to – or it was just starting to come about, I'd say. But we didn't have, like – then all of a sudden day one patches come in, and now it's like, oh, my game's in early access, which means I'll finish it when I want, but give me your money now. You know, this is – it's it's crazy what (laughs) what developers are getting away with. And it's so so specific because, like – you know, a game like PUBG can come out and be, you know, playable, but pretty pretty unpolished in some some mm. serious areas. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. and have not a ton of depth. Uh, I mean, it mm-hmm. does because of the, the multiplayer aspect, but not like a ton of inbuilt depth. But like, you know, the animations are a little spotty in the first cutscene of Mass Effect Andromeda, and like, mm. people's lives get ruined by the angry internet fan base. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's like yeah. it's and, and it's the difference of like what twenty bucks like PUBG's yeah, right. PUBG's forty bucks and Andromeda sixty bucks. So. Yeah, what if Andromeda came out as early access? Do you think the backlash? Two magic words right there, dude. Yeah. It would would have fixed it. I'm like, damn, there's a lot of a lot of content for an early access game. <laughs> there you go. 
I'm gonna early access everything, dude. <laughs> Why? But it's like not not invest with the QA department. Just early access it. Yeah, no, but I think that's important, right? Like the the, the it's a contract, right? You say, hey, mm-hmm. it's early access. You are getting something that we know is broken, right? Mm-hmm. So the the contract is stated explicitly up front, right? So when you drop your money, you're gonna get something that's. So is there a reason not to do that for a game developer? Like, why wouldn't you do that? Because well, it is really, really – so it's it's really difficult if your game is not 100% replayable, procedural, uh, like mm-hmm. multiplayer content because you can't advertise. Like, right. So PUBG had a ton of players before anybody paid any attention to it. And the way it got right. a ton of players was it came out. It did the work and then was good and spread by word of mouth and had that virality. Uh, but you can't get press to pay attention to your early access game all at once ever. And that's so mm. important for selling a game that's more traditionally like, here's a complete experience. Please play yeah. this video game. You you really need everybody to gotcha. focus on that on the same week when it's out and sell it. Uh, that's, so, that's a very strong point. And then you can also... And also, another reason not to do it is to get about Star Citizen. You know what I'm saying? Star Citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, oh, we got a link that little image yeah, meme yeah, that you sent me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you describe the little meme? Check, check the show notes for this cartoon. I'll do my best to describe it. So, panel one, you see this kid is like, it shows his computer monitor. He's like, sweet, Star Citizen is out. Then it zooms out a little bit more. You see from like outside his window, he's about to play the game. Then you zoom out a little bit more, and he himself is on a spaceship flying through the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was genius. Yeah. Was genius. So good. So good. Nice. Like, nice. Oh, man. Nailed it with such subtle humor. I, dude, every every couple of weeks, man, I go to the Star Citizen site because obviously all the funding is going to its kick-ass looking site. Mm-hmm. And the little graph. <laughs> the site doesn't even look that good, dude. <laughs> it looks it looks high production value compared to a normal website. Like they have that little ticker graph that shows how much dough they're making every day and every week. It, they had a slow week last week, man. They only made like two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not sure that Star Citizen is like a good warning case. Like that's not gonna like come out never release a game and also become millionaires like i don't see well i I think like if you if you listen to the rumors and everything all the speculations and stuff like maybe one person's a millionaire but like but like they're they're burned they're literally lighting money on fire yeah but like if you're the guy if you're that guy like yeah yeah you know if you're if you're that asshole like it doesn't really it's not like oh that actually sounds like a hmm I well, let me, yeah. let me jump in and say, out of respect, we did have a guest on the podcast who was actively working on Star Citizen, and he's a friend of ours named Josh. Uh, was there anything that we can say positive about what Star Citizen has brought to the world, other than the the edge or the test case for no, successfully no, running it? There's, there's, no, there's no positivity <laughs> in, to be had here. Employee stability, dude. <laughs> Employ stability, uh, and you're speaking to the person who has who has a best interest in Star Citizen. Actually, ah, uh, what's so, you got a uh, sucker on the no, panel. no, because I you know I paid I paid forty I paid the forty five or whatever how much ever it was on the Kickstarter way back I'm like that's a cool idea for a space a space sim where you're fighting other spaceships like a mm. you know and then, yeah. and then and then I'm just hearing about all this other stuff and I'm like wait you guys are making four games what 
what's going on here, right? Like, uh-huh. you know, so yeah, no, I, I, I can't, I can't think of anything possible to say at all. I- there's a there are a lot of sort of elite like games that have been coming out recently, and I think that that is because of Star Citizen. Like if Star Citizen hadn't so overpromised and so currently failed to deliver, like those games probably wouldn't exist. But you know, it's, you know, it's crazy. Like those games got created, made, shipped, and sold before. And Star Citizen is still not out. Hey, no Man's uh, Sky. Like, No Man's Sky is enormous, and that came out completely after Star Citizen, and then, like, had to be completely redone, and was successfully completely redone. It still came out. They came uh, out twice. Yeah. That was a good case scenario where Star Citizen looked at that project and was like, we're never coming out. Look at uh, the backlash they got. Horrible. We're making 200 k a week. Come on. Yeah. What? Are you talking about? Yeah, what's the, what's the upside here? <laughs> aren't, aren't there people though playing Star Citizen right now in some sort of capacity? Yeah, are, yes. Like a, a so there's an alpha or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. alpha. Yes, there's alphas. There's alpha something play. You can fly around in in one or two ships and do like the dogfighting stuff. And there is the persistent world that is completely empty and void of any any actual thing to do. Uh, yeah, and and there is the the star Ponzi. There's the star machine multiplayer mode. Mm-hmm. That is that is buggy, incomplete, not fun. What's what Star Machine? Uh, what is that? Oh, Star, 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 this star, star Marine. Star Marine. Uh, that that's the multiplayer aspect. Uh, that's, that's the that, third that's, person. That's, that's, no, around? that's the actual Star Star Marine is the actual like you know multiplayer deathmatch aspect. Damn, right? well, Which, you're pretty knowledgeable, dude. I paid money for this. Of course, I'm knowledgeable. <laughs> but uh, still being sucked in. <laughs> You'll be you'll be that kid in the spaceship, man. Okay. You, yeah. you'll, you will want to check. Ray, I have to ask you this question, and we're homies, we're friends, so please, this isn't meant for disrespect, but it's for good conversation. Yeah. At what moment did you realize? <laughs> yeah. When exactly did you know? Where, where, <laughs> how long did it take? How many years in? No, it happened very early on, actually. Because like, like, I gave the money. I'm like, okay, I want to get another Wing Commander. That's like, all I'm expecting. Yeah. This Wing Commander. Yeah. And then they're talking about single player campaign. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That'd be cool. Single player stuff. And then they started talking about, you know, persistent wow world. And I'm just like, what? And then they started talking about multiplayer, like like Call of Duty multiplayer. I'm like, what? And then I was just like, <laughs> and then they started talking about changing engines and whatnot. Yeah. And I was like, nah. Yeah. Was like, nah, that was it for me. Back. Right. So, still reading it. Yeah. Once I heard changing engines, I was like, there's no coming back. I was like, it's not. Uh, that was I, not coming. There was nothing I could do, unfortunately. That's a wrap. So for any At other which project, point? Oh, sorry. For any other friends that we have working on that game and people who are getting their paycheck from that game, you know, it wasn't your decision to get Star Citizen to where it is today. Uh, I'm not blaming you for what that project is going through, but I'm simply saying that once I heard that the engine was going to change, I was like, all right, it's a wrap. Oh, and- yeah. At which point is too long though? Like, will there be a backlash of being too long? There's a little now, but when when the true fans actually turn, yeah, when I, is that? I don't know. Man. Like, it's also, when they don't have any lip syncing technology to reveal every every week. I think every time there's some problems, they always come out with some ship sale, and then and then it's all forgiven, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure five years from now we'll still be talking about Star Citizen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and subconscious. It's probably the, the right. Duke Nukem. The one that's just yeah. like Star Citizen forever. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, I mean, just to wrap up PUBG, right? So it's inevitable that most games will include a mode that is like Battle Royale. And I think Fortnite not only did it, I feel like they kind of did it better, man. Like, uh, have you guys played the Battle Royale I'm Fortnite? Playing. That's been... Okay. I feel like... Ex- I tried it Battle Royale... I think the Battle Royale mode that, that Fortnite has, it, one, it's like a 90% rip of PUBG. Like nine, not, I might even say ninety five percent rip. It's like the way that they introduce you to the world. Like you're riding on this bus, like flying through the sky, much like the like the big airplane that you do in PUBG. Like even the little things about the experience, how they intro you to the world, it's like just the same. It's the same. It's yeah. the same. It's the same with Fortnite's paint job. But right. the one key thing that I actually really admire is the fact that Fortnite is like a crafting, building, like setup kind of base cover whatever you want system tower defense that actually makes the experience really fun because one of the things that i didn't like about PUBG is like it does take a really long time for some of the action to kind of get going sometimes and Mm -hmm. when you get into these points where you're like i need to cross this field sure no one's around i might be able to make it or someone could be nearby and they take shots at you and you feel like you have no way to retaliate if they're picking you up Mm -hmm. right well in this game it's like well you can craft some cover for yourself you know you can make some stairs that lead up and then delete the stairs so that no one can get to you unless they build you know there's like all these little cool little tricks and traps that i feel like make the experience even just that much more entertaining because the the feelings that I have when I see stairs or when I see buildings or when I see structures like, oh, there could be a person nearby. There's this whole new level of strategy and psychology mm-hmm. when I place cover or when I place things and then actually just hide in the bush because they think that like I'm near the structure. But really, I know they're going to investigate the structure and I'm going to get a free kill. Uh, right. I actually think it's really fun. I think they did a great job, but I also feel bad for PUBG in a sense that like they basically identified this open market for a game and then everyone came running is like boom yeah. i mean we're gonna take it you know yeah, 10 million copies are good. yeah they, 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 <laughs> all right um i mean i think that i think that one thing that doesn't get talked about a ton with PUBG is that like, like i'm not a big fan of the game it's it's not my thing mm, right. um but is it the graphics um i just I, like military <laughs> military style shooters just have never been my thing like okay. i'll shoot aliens all day but like yeah, I don't know. I think having a M16 and going after people in the woods is like, okay, right. that's a little uncomfortable. Um, but it's really – like the concept is really simple. Like it is easy yeah. to learn PUBG in a way that like I don't think Fortnite or especially not like League of Legends uh, or any of those MOBAs is easy to pick up. Like you're in a plane. You have to jump out. Okay, now you're on an island. Don't get killed. Hey, if you stay outside of this ring, you get killed. Mm-hmm. Continue to try to not get killed. Like it's not that much to explain, and everything else yeah. is pretty grounded. Um, so I'm interested to see how well that transfers to more complicated or more artificial games. Um, you know, like I wonder how much of PUBG is that it's just battle royale, that it is Hunger wow. Games. You know, that it is like this right, right. easy to kind of wrap your head around concept versus cartoon soda zombies are right i just i feel like though if you're gonna call PUBG a genre which is what other people are doing right now to kind of get around the whole we copied your game idea i would love to at least see 
a little more uniqueness to the experience. Like this is PUBG, but like you said, alien shooter, like the technology is way more advanced. You can do cooler things like stealth or like, you know, just some, something different, some sort of twist. Maybe it's Mecha PUBG. Like it's 10 giant ass robots in a city playing battle Royale. You know what I mean? I, like, would, I would definitely check out that game. Yeah, I, will, I will agree exactly. with you. You just give away free game idea, man. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's like when I hear of someone ripped off a game, I hate it when it's like they literally ripped it off versus let's just use this gameplay as a point of reference yeah. and then create some sort of unique experience, you know? Yeah. Yep. And you mentioned, you mentioned, That's all. You mentioned something with Fortnite and building, right? Like, like you still have to gather the resources, right? Mm-hmm. So you hear the clanging... When people are, yeah, yeah. So, like, so to me, it seems like a game like PUBG, like, like it, it takes a while to gather the resources in Fortnite, mm-hmm. and so you said you're gathering resources and users ganking you all day where you try to build your cover, right? Like, I mean, yeah, it sounds, it sounds very, it sounds very like, no, dangerous, so don't to be doing this stuff, right? And then well, also and, the circle, and the circle's closing in too, yeah. right? So then you're like, should I go more, more towards the center or should I be out here like chopping down this tree so I can get some wood, right? Like, Dude, I would just hide behind a bush and wait for you to finish that tree house. Like, <laughs> well, so it's, no, no. I, I think you, you're going a little far with what I meant by building cover. I literally meant like, let's say okay. someone way over there has a sniper rifle and you've got right. short range weapons. You're, you're going to lose, but at least you can make a quick wall. You know what I mean? And then run perpendicular to the wall knowing that he's not going right. to be able to shoot you. It's, it's no, I definitely like the fact that there's something to do when you're when the world's so expansive. Mm-hmm. Right? It seems like most of the boring part is walking around and looking for things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So giving you an opportunity to kind of build up base is right up the alley of what Fortnite is. At the same time, it, then you can go out there and kill 100 versus one. Type thing. I, I feel like that was really smart of them to utilize that and very quick for them to see the trend and be able they're like they're they're at the front of being able to respond to the yeah. the the need so i think epic did i just want to a say good job one yeah. last thing though is and we've said this before on the podcast is like they've sold 11 million copies before they finish the game what is the incentive for them to make the game better and or finish pride Right. <laughs> well, but like you, you, you start to make this game, uh, and you want to see it finished. Like that's mm-hmm. the reason why you made well, it in the first place, right? And I yeah, you, you have all this money now. And I do know of situations where people have gotten all this money and, and then bounce, right? <laughs> but but Find the bounce. If, if you are really serious about making this game, you're going to finish, and and you you feel that you have uh, yeah. you owe it to the people that have made you rich, right? Mm-hmm. So what's them finishing right now? Is it just bug fixing? And what, what's what's up with it right now that's not finished? It's just horrible looking? Or... I, I, there's like some, <laughs> maybe some systems polish that they can do. Yeah. But there's other than that, okay. like it's it's complete for me. Like oh, they're, making new, they're new making maps. They're making new maps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Also, the promotion needs to be overhauled. The shooting needs to be overhauled. And the netcode. Can can they make that better though? I feel like that's that's it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like it's like that's not a prototype. That's that's them to really trying. <laughs> you can make it better. I mean at this point they can hire people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. exactly. The other thing, I mean, like, you know, not to be crass about it, but if these guys if if they're not like pure pride or deciding to peace out and take the money and run, 
they're probably going to release the game, make it free to play, and put in microtrans mm-hmm. and make Base. real money. Uh, like yeah. oh, eleven uh, million copies. <laughs> but they, yeah, they've already they've already announced that they do plan to add microtransactions. Yeah, they already have like cosmetic yeah, yeah, yeah. outfits and stuff. Like yeah. they're just gonna they're gonna add make more free to play and then grrrr. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. How does the outfit work? I thought you just start out naked and find stuff. It, it, but I think for when the match starts and they're doing the like waiting for a hundred people to load in part, you can see everyone in whatever clothing and you can punch each other in the face. And then Wait, that's it. Oh, yeah, and God. then it's taken from you. You're on the plane almost naked. Just for that five seconds intro, people will buy that. Oh my god. Sure. All right. I, people buy vanity items in single player games. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get spray painting maybe, but like I don't want yep. damn PUBG. All right, they're doing fine. Yeah, <laughs> I I really doubt they'll hire people that are better than the original team because honestly, the pride is like I sold eleven million copies and look how far we got with this crappy animation. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so bad. Well. <laughs> Something that is really relevant to uh, two out of four people on this panel. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn, Brandon. Just like that. PewDiePie! PewDiePie, falling star from the Disney family. Uh, it's just in trouble again. So last month he was in trouble for making Nazi jokes. Yep. And then this month he made a racial slur. Well, he's in big trouble for this one. Yeah. For this one, yeah. I watched it, man. It was completely uncalled for. Well, always. Yeah, I was just saying, still. As, as, as all of those <laughs> totally justified times. All the other justified times. No, it was just, it's not something you would just say well, it's just, if you don't say it like, it's, often. It's, you know what I mean? It's another day on the internet, right? Like, like, like I don't know about Larry, but I know about me. You know, I used to play a lot on Xbox Live. Yeah. And like, it ain't. It ain't unique. <laughs> Put it that way, right? It ain't unique. Yeah. What, whatsoever, right? right? So, it's old I'm not used to it. Yeah. Yeah, see, so, that's, that's what I would like to first address, Mr. Brandon Fam, is that if yeah. somebody comes at me and Ray, you too should feel offended. I Those feel really only, offended. Only half of the people feel left oh, out. Dude, I mean, homies, <laughs> no, it was stupid. Yeah, like, it was, there was no reason for him to say it. Yeah, it's so dumb, dude. Like for someone at that capacity who, who's already been in trouble last month for mm-hmm. for him not to be more careful. Like he's already growing that hobo, hobo beard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like half, yeah, half a million dollars left. I mean, I guess in the bank or something. Like, I guess on some level, this actually shouldn't be surprising. Like the the right. arc of Disney child star makes too much money yeah, and then yeah. behaves poorly is pretty well trod at this point. Like, yeah, I feel it's like him hard, dude. I don't think he'll recover with this. I hope not. No. I, Everyone's hanging him. No, I, I, I think, I think, I think he's gonna be just fine. I think he will. He'll be just fine. And, 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 you, and you notice this: the two black guys tell you this. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't even laugh at that, man. Uh, I'm laughing right, because so, I know the so truth. It's the yeah, MO, so, man. It's the exactly. MO. Yeah. So I mean, when this news broke out, were you guys really offended? It was like, come on, or like, well, what an idiot! I had to watch okay. it because I needed to see. It was, it was yeah, there, I so I wanted to it. see how he said it. If he pronounced the er 
right? Did he just say that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted the details. Oh, and he, I mean, he failed every test. He failed yeah. every test. Okay. He said it yeah. on purpose. He said it went intent. You know, he said the ER. And immediately he said, oh, geez, and like smiled and laughed. And I was like, oh, yeah. man. Up, dude. That was, yeah. But he now caught himself me, a little bit and he tripped. Yeah. That, he caught himself awesome. because he was, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jump he, in. he caught himself doing it on stream. Like what that seemed yes. like was he does yeah. that normally. And he's normally good about not saying that word on stream. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he messed up and said it on stream. That's what yeah. he thought he messed up. Yeah. So let There's me. So many words. <laughs> Why that one? <laughs> I, I kind of want to address Sorry, this, man. and I'm only—I'm yeah. definitely only going to speak for myself, and I'm probably going to get some flack. But let me just say this: I know for a fact that he's not the only person that has been in a position where they were so angry at a video game that they wanted to sonically lash out and mm. say the most meaning, the most mean, hurtful thing that they could possibly think of, right? Because it was more important that they made that other person feel like shit, not necessarily believing or even feeling how they felt, but just knowing for a fact that they called that kid a mother effer or, you know what I mean? Like whatever mm. terrible word that that eight-year-old knows how to say on Xbox Live that I keep playing <laughs> with all of a sudden. Like, I know that people have those moments. Right. So I at least can understand the whole, like, I'm so mad that I need to outburst and hurt this person's feelings. At the right. same time, unfortunately for him, when you grow to this type of level and he's in the office at the time he was running his business, which was the stream playing video games yeah. in front of this yeah. very wide audience. He actually doesn't have the right, or even I shouldn't say right. He doesn't have the privilege to be a regular normal person who can get away with like just screaming the N word into Xbox live and not seeing anything happen to them. And I think yeah. that that's the problem. No, Especially well, after that's, that's his problem specifically. Yeah, he we know that he says the word. You said it yourself. When he's off stream, he probably says it a lot, right? Like right. to even have it in your vocabulary For it to and roll out of your tongue. Yeah, yeah, and like how eloquently it just flowed. Like well, yeah, it's like ooh, this is good. Comfortable. Well, and that's and that's why I'm like when you started out saying who hasn't yelled at yelled at the game, right? Uh, yeah. But the fact that he got so bad, and then the first thing that occurred to his brain Came out. was yeah. was something that he that he uh, connects with something that's negative, mm. right? Yeah. And so, what does that say? How does he feel, and what does he think about yeah. uh, a certain number of people that maybe even watch the stream, right? Some of his customers, yeah. some people that pay his pay his salary. How does he really feel about those people? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, and I'm, and I'm never like, I'm never one to think. Like I think, you know, I think people say that word uh, in the private time all the time, right? Like I, I, I don't give anybody. I don't. I don't assume anybody doesn't use them. You know what I mean, right? So like, and, and until, I don't do. I know until, <laughs> until I until I know them well enough, right? To to, to yeah. Know, I either call him Ray or Larry, dude. That's uh, <laughs> true. Call him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be blasted on it. Well, well, oh my god! At the same time, I say all that though. Like when when I heard about it, I was just like, yeah, like you know, I mean, I mean, there's other things for me to get upset about, right? And like, and this that annoying ass dude, I can't get upset about. Him. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many other things that I need to get upset about for yeah. real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fair. Stumbling hard, dude. Like. Yeah. 
you get called a Nazi last month and this is your follow up. It's not it's not a good look. I, maybe he's just tired to do it. Like he's just he's just done. He is. He he's is just like, yeah, I'm just what? How can I go out in a giant right. fireball? Yeah. Well, I mean, Larry, did the apology video at least help? I didn't even watch the apology video. What's the point? <laughs> like, lie to me once, lie to me twice. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, I bet you he has said the word at least ten times since that. Oh, the video backlash. Came out. Yeah, yeah. I'm being yeah. honest. I'm being honest. And now, oh, yeah. am I calling him a racist? Oh, go ahead, Ray. No, I said also like I think I heard in the apology he says like you know oh it was like you know just in the heat of the moment spur of the moment right? right and it's like yo if you heat of the moment the first word that occurs to you is that word. You're used like like we said already. You're yeah. using that word a lot, and yeah. it's, and it's yeah. something that you that you connect with yeah. something negative, right? And so therefore, yeah, it's. I will say this: I've been mad at drivers in traffic, and I have said some ungodly, terrible things as loud as I could in my car. They have been things that I can apply to every race, gender, and sexual orientation. I must say, mm-hmm. I haven't crossed that line and said like. <laughs> You flame like I don't even go there. I I'll use any swear word that I know that I can apply to anybody because I only hate you, you asshole. I don't hate everybody. <laughs> Mine is like uh uh I don't even know what it is. Like cautiously racist. It's like whenever someone cuts me off or does something on the road, I was like, please don't be Asian. Please don't be. Asian. <laughs> and and of course. <laughs> Nine out of ten, it's an Asian, and I feel bad for my people, man. But that's just true sometimes, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. Like anytime my parents come to visit, and I'm driving around San Francisco, that's the one they always go to, and I'm just like, <laughs> how do you have this stereotype? You live in Texas. There are no Asians yeah. in your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. know what an Asian driver drove like. <laughs> like how do? You- <laughs> Yeah. What are you doing? Old, pe- just, old people and Asian are just like there's the actually, worst mix. To talk about racist crap for a while, but there's, there's actually is a website devoted to uh, to this, and it's like it's talk about what does it say? Driving in Richmond, talk about yeah. Richmond, uh, British Columbia, <laughs> yeah. and and it just shows all sorts of crazy ass pictures from Richmond, British Columbia, and you know what they're trying to say, right? But uh, yeah, yeah, if yeah. You know anything about Connecting Richmond? If you know, if you know anything about Richmond, British Columbia. Right? Yeah, I won't deny him. And then <laughs> old people who are Asian that drives—it's just a deadly combination on the road. Yeah. But like you know, you it's, look at—it's different over there, dude. If you go over there, you can see like third world country China, well, first world. But like their roads are insane, man. You have to be a bad driver to survive <laughs> <laughs> through that traffic. Yeah, but it's like just a different way. You know, you look at the statistics, and like every drunk driver is a white dude. Like every yeah. drunk driver is me, you know, thirty-five-year-old white male, and like, yeah. yep. <laughs> if I drive like a crazy person after having a couple of beers, nobody's like, uh, "Dude's driving like a white dude," you know, like that doesn't. Yeah. Uh, some some just, of us on this panel might think that. Sure, but <laughs> that's, that's fair. But, uh, like it doesn't even matter if the stereotype is true or not. Like yeah. that's just right, completely right. irrelevant. Yeah. Exactly. Dang, why don't we open well, up with this? What was the? Oh, Pootie Pie. Pootie Pie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Pie is on his way out, man. I uh, I think he's tired, dude. He looks tired, man. Well, he's he's a victim to the lifestyle, man. Like, in order to keep those M's coming in every year, he has to at least maintain the audience. Yeah. 
and YouTube is getting harder and harder to get views and uh, ad revenue these days. I don't think saying the N-word on your stream helps, but obviously he didn't. I don't think that was him putting it on YouTube, though. He was streaming, I think, somewhere else, and people recorded it and then blasted it. And then, mm. yeah, oh, man, he fucked up. Yep. <laughs> Good luck, brother. Well, I mean, the next thing is like a lot of professionals, game professionals started speaking out. Okay. See this, and maybe we'll, our friend yeah. Will can explain the situation. <laughs> so yeah, it, PewDiePie may have made me a little money actually. So I'm gonna oh, like I, I I may have been a, a innocent bystander slash beneficiary of <laughs> slip up here. Uh, so <laughs> company founder Campo Santo, Sean Vanneman, a uh, guy I used to work for. Um, uh, I was lead programmer at Firewatch with him. He saw this and got super incensed about it like mm -hmm. we were super pumped when uh pewdiepie featured firewatch back in the day and like we, right. we, like, we you know we we went out of our way to make our game work well with streamers like we gave it to big streamers a couple of days early but we only let them play like the first little bit of the game so that we could like find a balance there between people just playing through the entire linear narrative game all at one go before you could actually buy it and, but still get in like the ad revenue like you know, we, we, we tried to engage with the streamer community, and then so this big famous streamer says the N-word on a stream, and it's like, okay, that's not fucking cool. Like, we don't want our, you know, Sean is like, he doesn't, doesn't want Campo's brand uh, yeah. connected to that. So he just got on Twitter and um, said that we were going to DMCA the review that he did, the playthrough he did. Mm -hmm. And that set off a bit of a firestorm uh right. we got a lot of people coming into the steam forums and uh saying the n-word mostly mm. um Damn. and being otherwise hateful uh we got massively review bombed um like massively massively review bombed um on uh on steam itself uh you know taking down the ratings of firewatch that led to a bunch of think pieces about whether or not, like, DMCA copyright laws, like, do, does a streamer talking over a playthrough count as fair use? Does the game developer have copyright laws on that? Why doesn't it immediately get taken down like the RIAA and, like, the music industry does? So it led to a bunch of think pieces about that. It led to a bunch of people saying, you know, we support you standing up to racists, and so we're going to go buy Firewatch, which thank you very much, everybody did that. Yeah. Um, I have a stake in that, by the way. Yeah, it, <laughs> the SEC is listening. <laughs> I have a stake in that. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. There was also there was also the people too to say, what about free speech? Don't yep. he have a free right to say wherever the hell he wants from his screen? Right. Yep. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> And it's like, a scary precedent. I get it too, but I mean, what? How do you guys feel about look, man? Being freedom of speech does like not that. make you immune to consequences. That's what people yep, need to right. understand. It's the speech part, which is free. Yeah, go ahead, say whatever you want, whenever you want. You can, but what people decide to do after hearing what you have to say has nothing to do with free speech. But and it's, it's also not freedom of platform. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have to repeat it, and I don't have to put it on my billboard. Yeah. 
Man, I will say this. Uh, I'm happy to hear that, you know, black people suffering has led to <laughs> good things. Oh, man. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> I'll just mess with, and there's, I'll just mess there's with like, you, we have I'll just mess you know, one, we have Jane Ng or, you know, one woman of color on our game dev team. Then it's a bunch of bunch of white dudes uh, <laughs> uh, no look let's be real you guys made an awesome game the game sold yeah. i'm not affiliated and i'm not getting paid for this so don't sue game <laughs> i'm you. simply saying that like i'm happy that you guys had even had the pewdiepie like bump and what he did now you know what i mean it like it takes courage to have benefited from the individual and then still stand out and say yeah. but he's wrong and we don't want to be associated with somebody who's doing something like that. So I, I definitely give you guys a lot of credit for that. A lot of people will be like, ah, he's just like that. Like they have stories and excuses for why they're going to allow their relationship to continue because they have profited off of said relationship. And it's more important to them to continue the benefit than it is to actually stand up and be right. That's one of the biggest problems that we're having in America right now, in my opinion. Yeah. And I, I really, really, really respect the hell out of Sean for, uh, putting his money where his mouth is. Like, I really, right. like, I, you know, to to be honest, uh, we did not see a bump from PewDiePie. Oh, like, yeah, we expected that he was going to stream us <laughs> and we were going to see some, like, giant spike in the sales numbers. Yeah. Uh, we didn't. I have no idea if we saw a spike from this. Uh, I don't I don't have the access to the sales numbers anymore. I right. Believe it or not, like, once you quit a company, you don't get to look at, like, the Steam back end anymore. It's kind right. of a bummer. Uh, <laughs> well, you will see the bump from Game Dev Unchained. So yeah. To our two listeners out there, go buy it. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting so, like, on tail now. Anything shows up as a bump now. Yes. So the thing that, that was brought up, right? With uh, so what happened was, you get, uh, Firewatch guys reached out. And, and and proclaim like, hey, we don't want to be associated with you, yep. and requested to for it to be taken down. Yep. In response, PewDiePie took it down himself. Yes. So uh, PewDiePie took it down immediately. Uh, immediately, yeah. Which is generally what happens with DMCA takedowns. Basically, nobody really wants to go to court about it. Uh, he took right. it down immediately. Uh, norm. Uh, we went all the way through, or uh, Campo, I should say, went all the way through with it, yeah. and it's actually now been a DMCA strike against. PewDiePie. I see. Uh, if you get like three videos taken down within some certain amount of time, you lose the ability to monetize any of your streams. It Damn. all goes away. Uh, so it's Dude, kind of a that big, guy is getting not no breaks right now. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a pretty serious thing, and that's like it's actually part of really sort of. I'm I'm hoping that a sort of interesting conversation comes out of it because like I you know whether or not a streamer talking over a game is actually fair use. I think we need to figure mm -hmm. out a better way of handling like the rights of the game developer and the rights of the streamer and mm -hmm. the ability of everybody here to make money off this. Cause like, mm -hmm. you know, um, I know that like some indie devs out there have claimed and shown some decent evidence to suggest that like, People didn't buy their game. People just watched a YouTube watched stream it, of yeah. the whole game, like right. the whole linear narrative game, beginning, middle, end. Uh, I think like that Dragon Cancer had something like ten or twenty times as many views of some of the big streams of it as they did sales. Mm. Mm. And it's like, oh, that's rough, you know. Yeah. And you're like, so 
you know, what, there's got to be some. That's a nightmare for me. There. Yeah. But, it's, yeah, but it's, it's also like hard. It's hard also to know that if the stream didn't exist, if those sales sort of went to your game. Oh, yeah, there's. it's really hard to know those numbers, but it's also like, you know, I, I think that for, for what it's worth, I think that streamers do serve a really good advertising purpose. I think they bring attention to your game. And I think that there's, you know, they bring a community around there. They bring like right. um, some good analysis, but it's it's complicated. And I think yeah. that the blunt instrument of anybody can stream anything forever and nobody right. can do anything about it. Or we have to invoke the DMCA and get law- lawyers involved in lawsuits after the fact. Right. Like that seems ugly and heavy-handed. Yeah. I the think- funny thing is, you probably would have to make the game and have the stream use that as a marketing tool so that you can sell some T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can make them real money. Yeah. T-shirt. The game is for the t-shirts, dude. Well, this is a it's an old hat topic for our podcast, but I continue to reiterate the same thoughts because we have new people that come in and listen. So one of the things that scares me about streaming in general is it's going to lead to developers no longer being interested in making really good, polished, single-player linear experiences. Uh, really or even like with wide linear, right? Like where, sure, you have a little bit of agency in certain areas, but it still brings you to like the same narrative experience as far as the game goes, as far as the story goes and the progression. I love games like Uncharted. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to not be able to play awesome games like that, even on a small scale, like that Dragon Cancer or anything that's like $10, $15, $14 Steam games that follow suit. I love games like that. I would hate to think that, like, it's no longer profitable for businesses to want to make a single player narrative game because they're worried about it just being a popular stream and not being something they could actually profit off of as a, a game venture. Well, is there a way to kind of marry the two? I mean, obviously, people are going to continue watching. Linear games are still going to be continued to be made. Mm-hmm. We haven't made a true connection whether watching streaming is affecting the sales of these games. So who knows? Yep. But is there a way where it would work for both, where both are satisfied, either through permission or just some type of partnership of some sort? I mean, happens? I think that there's lots of different models out there. Yeah, like... A partnership of some kind, even just like a actual contract where it's like, hey, you know, you stream our game, you agree not to stream the entirety of it, or you agree mm-hmm. not to stream, you know, you agree to stream only one narrative choice through it. Please don't like right. walk the whole narrative path. Um, Give me some of that YouTube money. Yeah. The and piece. then, and then, yeah. And then, like, you know, we you split the YouTube revenue somehow, and it doesn't yeah. even you know, and it does. It could be a very generous cut, or maybe there's not even money involved. Maybe the you know game developer thinks that that advertising service is worth it, and there's just like right. a terms of service and a code of conduct, so that right. if you know, whatever streamer comes out and decides to play your game in its entirety, projected behind like a KKK rally, you can be mm. like, no. Sounds- no. <laughs> he had to can that actually, shit. Actually, that kind, of, that kind of sounds like just the internet to me. But anyway. I know. It, it's just the internet. That's absolutely just the internet. But. Well, there's... You, you it know, would right, be great. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, like right now, we don't have another way of doing it. Like right now, when a game developer puts out the game and they say, yeah, yeah. streamers, you're welcome to stream the game. Um, yeah, and then. You have to sue them to make them stop. <laughs> <laughs> like it's bad for everybody. 
I think do it any of the other industries? Sorry, Larry. Do sorry. any of the other industries kind of have this issue? Yeah, music. Music. music <laughs> the okay. music industry was the first to go through first what one? we're going All through right. now. <laughs> so, have they fixed it somehow? Yeah. So, right now, artists are getting even more raped by their labels by things like <laughs> okay. three sixty three sixty deals. Uh, okay. Selling CDs is not the business anymore. It's now more about like you did, like you said, merch and live performances and uh, endorsement. That's how porn deals. stars do it, dude. Yeah, porn you- stars. Uh, my friend, my friend told me. <laughs> so these videos, of course, no one's buying tapes or anymore, right? No one's buying that. It's all streamed, right? And they use that to further their brand to sell products. So I was half kidding with a t-shirt, but that's really what it is. It's like, it seems like that's the path. It's like inevitable that that's happening. If it is affecting sales, you might sell some, some copies, sure. But a lot of it is just like maybe supporting another early access game. <laughs> yeah. Well, from the game design side, ships. you're going to yeah. see more and more games like MOBAs, PUBGs, multiplayer, where the it doesn't matter what you stream. If I then watch and go and buy my own copy, my experience will be different than what I saw. Games like that have no problem whatsoever with streaming, right? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I saw you play a MOBA, but when I play it, it's going to be different. So it doesn't matter. It, nothing yeah. gets spoiled. And one, one could argue that like just games have been going that direction because they want they want to keep people. They don't. You remember they were going that direction to stop people from returning the games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Games and stuff like that, right? So it's just the next evolution. It's like how do we keep people playing our games, keep them engaged? So games are being designed to do that, so they so that the developers keep getting money out of it. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just the natural evolution of things. Right? If if possible, right? Let's let's go to hypothetical land. Could you see a game company saying like, "Hey, you know, we're a single player narrative kind of linear experience. We understand that streamers is just a thing that we have to coexist with. You're more than welcome to stream up to the first like four levels of a ten level game. If we see any videos from five, six, seven, eight, nine, or level ten, we will flag, we will sue, we will do whatever. But you're oh. more than welcome to stream the first like four or five, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, That's happened. That has absolutely happened. Um, so what, what what are the steps to for a developer to flag? Like just straight up email or you con- flag you you or contact? Uh, yeah, you contact them through however you know whatever they're contact information is on twitch or youtube and then you contact twitch and youtube and they have ways for uh copyright holders to file these dmca takedown notices and like it's a whole thing but yeah you probably want to retain the services of lawyer if you're going to be doing that so uh-huh. um yeah i mean it's it's absolutely doable um and you know like i mean there's games game companies like telltale right mm-hmm. like their games are completely narrative based completely linear Right. And I don't think you're allowed to stream them, period. Oh, I actually really don't know, true. but either they don't, don't have really a problem with it or they don't let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think it's a good example. I'm just I'm I'm looking for the impossible, which is I'm hoping that streamers will understand that they too have a responsibility in the ecosystem. Right? Like if it's a symbiotic relationship, let's just say without a host, you have no symbiote. Yep. So yeah. if the streamers continue to cannibalize the industry from which they get their money from and the industry does a shift away from providing the content that streamers would want to stream, then the streamers go out of business as well. So 
I'm hoping they have some respect for like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to do the full Uncharted campaign. Maybe I'll just do the, you know, first four levels or whatever. But it's it's hard to get people on a micro level to think about the macro. That's that's yeah. It's been like my biggest fight of my entire life is getting people on a micro level to give a shit about the macro level. Well, right. And it, it's a huge problem with streamers because they're in competition with each other mainly. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a lot more people out there trying to get a name, doing streams, podcasts, mm-hmm. everything. You guys know, yeah. like it's yeah. hard to get eyeballs, and so there's always that advantage to being the guy that's not, that's going to be the only person streaming something that you're not supposed mm-hmm. to stream. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to keep happening. Um, the big boys will generally play along, like you know, yeah. two. Like PewDiePie took down the video the second Sean asked him to. Or told yeah. him to, I guess, really. But yeah. wasn't really asking. TMCA yeah. takedown notice is not a polite, like, <laughs> if you would please. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, like, the big guys are going to be somewhat, they're going to try to play by the rules that people right. set out, and mm-hmm. most people will, but there's always going to be some some desperate people out there. Damn. I mean, I guess it is definitely a win for the developer to be able to do that if they choose to. Yeah. I mean, the thing was always, you know, the free speech thing always comes up, you know, mm-hmm. like me being allowed to do this or, or whatever. But again, it is a business. So, yeah, we need we need some we need some lobby, man. There's no one that really <laughs> fights for us except for ourselves. It's so crazy that you yeah. have to do it yourself. Like, there's no law against it, really. Yeah. It's just sad that like, like take cares of this. the developers, the customers, the streamers. We all require each other in order to have these experiences, to love these experiences, and to play them and to make them. Like it's a it's like the recycling logo, like from one to the other to the other back to one in an endless yeah. loop, right? Yep. I, I, I wish we could just come together and be like, all right, guys, look, let's just fix the things that everyone thinks is bullshit about the industry and we can move forward together. Otherwise, what will eventually happen is the people who create the product are just going to be hip to the game and say, well, free to play MOBA is the only thing that you can make money on in a video game space right now, unless you're just going to donate your time and put out some sort of product. And- yep. You know, you know what else could happen too? It's kind of like the, what's happening to Netflix, where the people that own the content are like, "Nah, we'll just go do our own thing." Oh, uh, like, like I, people, I'm sure people on YouTube yeah. would love to watch like Will play Firewatch, or mm. you know, Steve Steve Gander play uh, Tacoma, or mm. or Warren Spector play Doucet. Like they would, they would pay money for that, right? Mm. And, and then they would say, yeah. "No, only only the dev team, and we're going to do it on our own service." And all of that, right? Uh, like so, like that could happen too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a developer that's has a popular stream that's playing their own games right now? No, not really. Mm, uh, yeah, that's not really. Yeah, not that I, I mean, know of. Weird. Yeah. Like, what wasn't uh, what Icy Frog the guy that did the original Dota? Like. Oh, the Dota mod didn't he do League of Legends and then stream League of Legends a ton when he when that was early days? I wouldn't even know. I wasn't uh, watching. I wish. I, yeah, I wish I had backup for you. I guess it didn't work. <laughs> well, I mean, League of Legends did all right. Yeah, <laughs> but like, if the guys at PUBG are playing PUBG, 
I'm surprised if they're not streaming it themselves. I, like a lot of developers, seems like they're aware of this and are starting to do it. But I guess they're lacking the personality to make it appealing. Also, the time. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be a big pro streamer, you're on stream constantly. Yeah. There, just pick that pretty face on the team, dude, and just let them stream. I can see this being an issue, though. If your company is one of those big, big, big companies that's owned by another company that's owned by another publicly traded company. Community manager, search up. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see community manager being involved. But, like, let's say I'm like, hey, I just shipped this big-ass game. Now I'm going to go stream it as a player and as a developer do you represent the company while you're doing that? So then if you say the N word and you feel like you're in your <laughs> private time, you know, if you got a lot of those eyes because you're a dev who works on the game and then that goes up the chain, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe there's some, fired. Yeah. <laughs> there might be some of that involved too. Uh, I mean, like we've talked about uh, when the anniversary edition of bio two came out, uh, mm-hmm. a couple mm-hmm. of the designers were talking about doing like a, you know, there's there's a bunch of us in the Bay Area still, um, and we talked about doing a Bio Two stream, and it was like, um, yeah, I don't know, I don't really want Two K to like <laughs> maybe have a problem with that, so we just yeah. didn't do it. That's Lawyers, so weird. Man. They're okay with PewDiePie doing it, and then <laughs> the developers will get. I mean, what can they really do but just take the video down? Yeah. I, I feel like I don't know. I don't want to go a to business. Court. Yeah, on a business end, it, it's dude. a lot easier to sever a relationship and blame them than it is to have to fire someone and acknowledge that you own their mistake because you hired them. So, right. if an external party kind of goes a little bit left, you oh, we've canceled our endorsement deals with this person. They don't reflect what we do here. But when someone right. internally has you know some shit go down, then they have to be very public about removing the person and the they repeat the company like mission statement on Twitter and they, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah, the so more much- lucky debacle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that guy, <laughs> there's like a habit of these guys, like fucking up bad. dude. <laughs> well, okay. it feels like we're running a little <laughs> short at the moment, but I also look at the clock and we've hit an hour. So, unless anyone else has anything to say, I'm Larry Charles. Have a great day. This is Brandon Fam. See you guys next week. Peace. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, you guys are legit. Perfect. Legit. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.